Good morning. It's Wednesday. We've made it halfway through the week. I don't know about you guys. Um, it's been a good week and very excited to be here, get in to share. And um, as usual, it's it's just uh, it's a delight to get to do this for DCC and just for everybody that gets to watch. And um, you know, it's kind of just some of the fruit that I feel like. Um, you know, in my walk that God has brought us to this point to get to share with DCC, to get to be a mouthpiece for what heaven might have for other people and, and just getting to minister to myself because this isn't just about exhorting for other people. I mean, honestly, I think the, my favorite part about all this is that I'm growing out of it and uh, that I just get to continue to keep pressing into the Lord and what he's got for me. And and um, every week, every Wednesday, it's something that I, I, I continually get to you know, look forward to, and I don't know about all of you, but halfway through um, the week, um, there's been plenty of weeks before to where you just, you're just head down and you're going and you, you're like, you know, you get to Sunday and you're like, oh my gosh, I missed God that whole week. I was just busy, life happened, being a husband, being, raising kids, working, all that. And just getting this midweek, you know, for me is just, it's, it's such an aligning. It, it brings me back to what God has for me. Um, and truth be told, just every morning watching these um, and everybody that shared over this, it's been changing my life. Um, the word that Dave Tobias had on Monday, um, had I not been listening, I would have missed some things for other people that were around me. And even had me step out, the Holy Spirit had me step out into uh, communicating with some other people that I don't normally so um, God's moving, and we, I think we just need to continue to keep being obedient to what he has for us and just staying sensitive. So um, that's kind of my week so far, but uh, I just wanted to share something that I had that last week on – oh, sorry there. I lost you for a second. Um, Chris Shire was speaking out of James, and um, – I started reading back into that chapter um, or that book a little bit more and I went back into chapter 1 and it's verses 19 uh, through 20 and it says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because anger does not produce the righteousness of God. Sorry, my handwriting was a little sloppy there. Um, this week specifically for me, I think that that really spoke to me because um, for some of you that might be watching, um, some of you that have went through this, um, raising kids can be very difficult. <laughs> they can test you um, outside of kids, being in leadership roles, um, they can test you. And I feel like a lot of people love to talk about, you know, fear, depression, anxiety, and I think that that anger part kind of gets left out and by all means, I'm not an angry person in any way. Um, you can ask my wife, I'm a very patient person. Um, that's just kind of how I roll. I'm not a person that gets very wound up very quickly. It's, it takes a lot for me to actually be outwardly and to raise my voice, if you will. Um, some of that was due to the fact that, you know, I had, I had a, uh, an upbringing that, I had a stepdad that, you know, 
would get very angry and he would be outwardly and he'd be physically controlling and, and, and he would do that to me specifically. So I really noticed as a young age that, you know, the Holy Spirit did speak to me um, and he just said, anger is an emotional state that you can't control. It will control you if you let it. And so it's funny how years ago he speaks to me, I get delivered and I am, I don't walk in anger. And then, you know, years forward, you're raising children or you're in leadership or you've just got the, all the stuff and the noise that's going on outside of you. I mean, let's talk about that. Politics gets people going. I mean, there's anger probabilities that are there for everybody that's in that. Um, frustration sets in. And I just really felt like I'd kind of shared it simply to me was and why that spoke so much to me. And it was speaking to me about raising my son. And the part of the scripture that really hit me was is that human anger does not produce righteousness of God. And I started thinking about it in the sense of, you know, you ask your kids to do it once, twice, three times. And then by the time you get to the fifth time, you're like, okay. And then it's the 10th time and you're just ready to go. I mean, you're just like, why is it that I have to continue to keep asking you over and over? Just put the dirty clothes in the laundry. Just do what your mother's asking you to do. Um, we have so many different stories of this. Well, what happened was, is the other day, my son um, was uh, just using his imagination and he was, he, he, I was in the other room and he walked out and this is just transparency in this, but he grabbed hand sanitizer. It was a little bottle that had a little bit left in it and he poured it out and then he rinsed it and then he put water in it and he came in to the room after he'd done all this. And he goes, Dad, look, I'm drinking sanitizer. He thought it was funny. Um, and he went to go squirt in his mouth. And I was like, no, don't do that. So he ended up telling me, he goes, no, Dad, it was just water. I was just playing a joke. And so what I ended up doing is dad voice came out. And he was sitting there. And I'm, you know, face to face. And I'm reprimanding my son. And all of a sudden, he starts crying. And although I had truth on my side with what I was telling my son, he, he walked away for a second. He was crying and we came back together and I started talking to him and God just kind of convicted me. And he was like, you know, just because he made a mistake, you responded out of your anger to him because you were trying to protect him. And my heart was to protect, protect my son, teach him a lesson and, and make sure that he never does that again, right? I'm dad, I'm a protector, I just wanna make sure that my son's okay, my children okay. And I felt like what the Holy Spirit was telling me was just like, you don't need to talk to him that way. He needs to learn something out of this. When kids are making mistakes or when people are doing something in your life or around you, whether it's your kids or whether it's a coworker or whether it's your spouse, your response and anger does not, does not help them. It really, what it did is, is that it took my kid's creativity and it took, it took everything inside of him in that moment, even though it was in pure innocent, and I just smothered it. And it really started speaking to me and more is just like, all right, if I do that with him when he makes a mistake, what's the probability that he's going to come back to me, right? Because his wall is going to be up. And he might not want to tell me because last time dad yelled at me and he made me cry. Um, or coworkers or spouses, you make a mistake, you drop the ball. All of a sudden, next thing, your anger rises up, and then you respond poorly to that person. They're not going to want to come back to you as simple. Well, the fact is, is that what I'm doing with my son right now at six years old, I'm building up those tendencies 
for him as he grows into being a man. And is if I respond to him poorly and out of my anger, I'm I'm curious if, if the depiction of who God is in his life might come through some of me being his father. And if and if he makes mistakes and I respond poorly, what is the probability that my son's gonna go to his heavenly father if if I'm always responding out of my human anger? So that last part produces the righteousness of God. Fear and anxiety and depression get talked a lot about. But a lot of things that we're not talking about in the church is that we're not talking about anger. Anger sneaks up quickly, just the same. Your response is the first thing. It's something you don't hear. It's something that somebody's doing. It's agitation. It's hangry. Uh, we've all responded to things out of being hangry. And I just think that it's something that God's really trying to make sure that I'm being reminded often, that I'm doing it slowly, that when I feel angry, I'm stopping myself and I'm explaining something to my son. The other day we were taking a walk with, with Papa and Mimi and uh, Kingston was running in and out of some landscaping. And um, Papa had asked, hey, Kingston, please don't do that anymore. Well, as he was saying that in my son's mind, he's not thinking why you don't want to do that. Well, the landscaping was loose. I quick said that to him. I said, son, I said, the landscaping's loose. Please get off of it. The second that I said that to him, everything dissipated. The frustration or the tension at all dissipated because, to be honest with you, everybody wants to know why it is that you're doing something. They don't want to just be told, don't do it. It doesn't work. So my communication has to change. And I really feel like that that's the part that is also speaking to me and it's really helping me grow as a dad and just as a communicator, as a leader. It's when I'm feeling frustrated or somebody's not responding to me in the right way, I'm learning to communicate differently because I'm asking me, is this producing the righteousness of God in my life? Am I being slow to talk? Am I being slow to anger? Am I being quick to listen? And I just really felt like that that scripture really helped me. It's repositioned me. It's given me a whole new grace for people that are around me. It's also given me a word of encouragement for people that um, I don't normally do because I'm just being open. I'm allowing the heaven, uh, heaven to come here on earth and just being a part of my life and speaking to me. And so just be mindful of that. I don't know. There's some, I feel like that that could be for more than just me. Um, anger's out there. It's a real thing. It causes us to trip. It causes us to stumble. And, you know, I know that it's none of our hearts to ever hurt other people or hurt our children or, or the people that we're, you know, responsible for. But I just think that that oftentimes it's like take thoughts under captivity. Well, take your anger under captivity. Don't let it go another day with controlling you. You know, you take that. That's that's a fruit that you get to produce in your life by taking control of your emotions and, and, and having, you know, bringing those before God when you're struggling with them. And just remember that, you know, a key to success is just over communicating why you're frustrated, what's getting to you. You know, a lot of times when I was a kid, you'd have an argument, you'd go your separate ways, and then you'd come out 10 minutes later and you wouldn't ever talk about it. You know, getting closure within stuff is such an important part of resolving anger to make sure that, you know, those resentments and, and that stuff doesn't come creeping into your life because God's got so much more for us. Um, so, you know, I just really appreciate the opportunity to get to share that with everybody. And I hope that this speaks to you in the way that it got to speak to me. And so um, let's just let's just close with a little bit of prayer and then um, let's enjoy our Wednesday and the rest of this week. So, Father, we just thank you for what you're doing inside of all of us. We thank you for just the ministry that you're stirring up and everybody that's watching. And I just thank you 
uh, that you continue to keep speaking to us. Just use us, guide and direct us in every way. And uh, Father, we just thank you that these words can penetrate from every person that's sharing. And I just thank you for testimony that's coming out of this. And we just thank you, Father. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a good week.